All right. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Speak As You're Moved. My name is Derek Roebuck, coming to you live from West Columbia, South Carolina. I'm here live with my fellow co-hosts, Patrick Collins. Good evening. And my first cousin, Josh Jernigan. How's it going, guys? Good to be here. And my old buddy, Matt Collins. Good evening. Glad to join y'all. It's going to be good. We, uh, we're just a group of fathers and friends. Most of all, followers of Christ, hoping to bring you some uplifting fellowship and some maybe some real life conversation, and hopefully it will glorify Jesus Christ. This week, I think our topics are going to be children and kids in the church, um, and also pets or no pets, seeing how everybody thinks about you know pets in the home and all that good stuff, so... I guess we're going to uh, continue on. Other than that, we don't really know what's going to happen. You nor us know how it's going to go. So we're going to go ahead and get started. And most of all, we're going to speak as we're moved. Um, as we like to start off, we're going to do so with a word of prayer. And I'm going to ask Brother Patrick Collins if he'll start us off in prayer. Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we thank you, dear God, for... Being able to come together, Lord, on this medium, God, that we pray will reach reach out and reach souls for you, dear Father. Lord, we just want to be, as best we can, be vessels for you and for your glory. God, we thank you that you've given us so much, dear Father. We feel blessed tonight, and we're thankful for, for the blessings that come from you. Father, I pray that you would just help us tonight to, to glorify you, to lift you up, Lord, and to... Honor your name, dear God. I pray that you would help every single person who's listening, listening in tonight or who will be listening on the recordings later, dear God, that you know every need and you can meet every need, dear God. And I just pray that you attend to them and help them, dear Father. God, just go with us, help us, guide us, and keep us, and we'll give you all the praise. Amen. 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 All right. Well, we're back at it again. Um, hopefully we won't have any technical difficulties this time. Um we uh because you got new headsets, right? I did. I went ahead and uh, finally rolled me off a new pair of of, of AirPods. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The new 2.0s. They got some noise canceling features and everything. I don't like the little rubbery things that go inside my ear. I like the old the old design a lot better. But you made it work in the budget. Yeah, I found some from some space in the budget. Um, <laughs> had to sell some things, you know, a pack of cards, some marbles. <laughs> um but uh now that so hopefully they'll work out um but yeah so let's see i came up with an icebreaker we didn't really have one planned um i think we've talked about it before but um my icebreaker idea and it can be both ways we can we can look at it either way depending on how your experience is but what is something that either your parents did let you do or didn't let you do that you would not let your kids do or don't do. <laughs> so for me, the way, the way I phrased it originally was what is something, cause I, I had pretty lenient parents. So what was something that I was able to do that I'm not going to let my kids do? Um, and so, but a lot of you guys have, have younger kids than me. So y'all maybe not have uh, reached that plateau yet. Um, you know, you still got young kids who maybe just now getting to talk or stuff like that. So, um, it might be the opposite. What is something that your parents didn't let you do that 
you think you will let your kids do. So, without further ado, let's yeah. break this ice. My brother, man, Journey, what you got? <laughs> All right, I'm going to do a do and not let do. Um, do, do, is, do that do. when you do do it. Yeah, but, <laughs> and it's not because my parents were lenient um, by any 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 measure i don't i don't i don't i don't feel they were i feel like they were very involved and they were very um okay kind of kind of not I, I guess i can call them strict they were pretty pretty strict um which is a good thing um and i appreciate it um but let's see i'm thinking um one thing that they let me do and it wasn't really it was really because it didn't exist yet um and I'm gonna get real with you guys. They yeah, buddy, speak as you moved. Internet, okay. <gasps> Internet access to kids, okay. Back then, there was not near the parameters, the software out there that could really um, monitor and get. You know, the AOL had two different versions or whatever. And once I was okay to be on the better version i mean then you had access to everything um mm -hmm. you know they had the chat rooms were very prevalent back then um you know ask g's was very prevalent back then um i don't know if remember that or not but you could I ask, use you it could ask G's anything and there wasn't really you know there was the original new, siri new, right it, and it was a new frontier and so there was not the ease of restriction and now you've got all kind of different programs and you can tweak it and modify it and this that and the other to make sure you know that the parameters are on there that your your parents so so i mean just because i'm very mindful of it and i've run into parents with older kids my kids aren't there yet but with older kids um that have come across their kids looking at material that they shouldn't be mm -hmm. um and mm -hmm. me as a person, just in general, and I know my kids are going to be the same way. I'm, I'm curious by nature. Okay. Uh, the problem with that is with this, the ease of information, um, their innocence can be taken from them very quickly um, with that curiosity. Um, so the, the, un, the unfettered access to internet that I had, I do not plan on. Um, my, and, 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 I, and I say unfettered. I mean, our computer was in a public spot in the house and you know couldn't have any individual ones there wasn't anything as smartphones mm -hmm. um, my razor i got in with the head snake a on razor. it or whatever yes. was like the yeah. smartest phone i had and you started getting some web browser the nokia but prior to that it all it had was snake snake and was awesome text, yeah the it was a great 40. game they should have really that game yeah they probably um have. they probably have um but you know that was we didn't have any, and, and I'm thankful for that. You know, you didn't have any um, any individual internet, but overall, the the technology hadn't advanced to where it is now. And I, I try to to be the voice of of reminder to my friends that have older children um, to go ahead and invest that extra money, um, put a put a block on, you know, on put some parameters on it, you know, however you need to, because a lot of people, like, oh, they're they're finally old enough to have a phone. That doesn't mean they need to be able to to find out anything in the world at any time. Okay. Um, so I I you know, and I'm sorry for getting that serious on an icebreaker, 
but that's, that's what it's for. Journey. The ice shatters. Yes. It wouldn't yeah. be a show without you being serious. But no, that, that, that's kind of and, and not not that my parents did anything wrong. This the technology wasn't there to to have the parameters that we've got now, yeah. um, or we can have now, or not have now, depending on what the parent decides to do, and just kind of hoping that your kid doesn't come, you know, your 12, 13 year old doesn't come across stuff online is not a winning, uh, it's not a, a winning recipe. Okay. <laughs> like, so, anyway, that, that's my, that's my, that's fine. Word up. All right, Matt. I like that. Um, man, I was talking to Derek, Derek, I was talking to you, I guess. For the yeah, show. you were. I remember that. <laughs> trying to figure out, <laughs> trying to figure out what to say. So, cause I'm like, what did my parents, I mean, now it can be anything. It can be skateboarding on Sunday. You know, it could. I mean, yeah. I'm talking just. It doesn't necessarily have to have to be as as deep as Josh got, but, um, you know, as I, far as I think, curfews. I think, and, I think something now. Well, we were leaning on the curfews. I mean, she was. My mom was still strict. I feel like they were. I think the one I'm going to probably go. With, well, see, Josh kind of touched on like internet, but I think like phone. Like my parents, mm. Patrick. When did we have a phone? And we shared a phone. Was it like sixteen? I was 18. Same. Okay, well, I can't... I, I didn't want one. I, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but when they first came out, we called them electronic leashes. I mean, we we were like, why would I want another reason for mom... I mean, why would I want mom to be able to get a hold of me all the time? I thought it was the dumbest uh-huh. invention ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny. Times have changed. Well, uh-huh. I, I thought we got one at a younger age, and I was going to say a phone, because I was hoping that, like, I just feel like the phone has become just the, the secondary internet to y'all, I guess, Josh. Mm-hmm. Do your same thing. Like there's social media is just like just wrapping the kids up, wrapping adults up. I mean, anybody um, really, mm-hmm. and just taking them down a path of destruction and it can just be so consuming. And so I feel like just that on top of just the, the just overwhelming, I guess, of, um, consuming. I, I feel like I would, I would be more comfortable with my, my kids having a phone when they can drive as a precaution, like, Hey, you know, right. if I get into a problem, if I get into an issue. But now, Patrick, that you said we had a phone when we were like 16 or 17 really doesn't help me. So like now, <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm like out of ideas. Well, that was me. I don't know about you, but that was me. I I, I remember the reason I – oh, not – Can you all hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, we're my still AirPod. My earpod <laughs> fell out of my ear. Man, get some new earpods. So, get the ones with the rubber the plungers like Derek. <laughs> I need the squeegees. Um, so, no, I, I vividly remember like um, a lot of my friends getting them. And and I was like, I don't understand why. Every This was at school, friends at school. I was like, I don't understand why you guys would want those. Like, your parents can get in touch with you wherever you are. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. And um, yeah. not that I was doing anything that my dad and mom and dad know about. I just didn't understand. Like, and so, but then I think when I got my car, um, when I bought the Yoda, dad actually bought me a phone as well. I mean, it was just a cheapo, cheapo flip phone. But I so I was, I was 17, back then too. I was 17, 18 years old. Of course, of course, at that time too, everybody around me had a phone. So I just memorized everyone's numbers. And so if I needed to call somebody, I just turned to my friends and said, hey, let me borrow your phone. And I typed in somebody's phone. So it's just, uh, You were that guy. Yeah, I was that guy. Rain man. <laughs> I, Dude, probably I, borrowed, I probably borrowed your phone, Journey. <laughs> yeah, I was I was like the first one. I was loving having a phone because that meant I didn't have to go um, to the pay phone and dial 1-800-506-9511 and then type in the, the, the uh, 
what do they call it? The calling card? Is that a calling card oh, number? Okay. <laughs> if anybody wants to still use my AT&T one from uh, ninth grade. But um, that was the <laughs> one. Thing too, is I, I have a girlfriend either, so that, that might have changed. Yeah, I still might, remember, yeah. talking about some randoms, I still remember Matt Simons. I can't remember Josh's number anymore from like, because I did the same thing, just like remembering some of our buddies' numbers and typing, typing them in. Two six four two eight five one. Come on, man. That's okay. an old school number. I don't know. I'm gonna stick with that, thinking that maybe maybe my dad or my mom, if they're listening, will text me and find out when I, they bought me a phone, and then I can stick with that. But Patrick, <laughs> you go. Maybe it'll spring me some thoughts, and I'll find something. Well, I'll stick, I, I will say, Journey got serious, but I want to, and and you kind of backed him, but I want to vocally back him as well. I I do think that, and and Lord willing, we plan to you know, limit or completely alienate Becca from, from the smartphone and the, and the unlimited, it seems access to, to all the internet and social media. I just think it's completely detrimental, um, for a lot of reasons. One of which Josh pointed out, and we're actually seeing that in our Sunday school kids and they're, it's just a small sample size, but what's happening is not only everything that Josh mentioned, you know, the things that they can look at, are I mean really they can see anything they pretty much want to see, um, and they often do. But also too, it, the socialization is just—they're so handicapped. I mean, you try to sit down and and have a conversation with them, and it's like you can visibly see it because um, we because everybody puts their phones in a basket um, Wednesday night and Sunday morning, and um, when we when we gather, and you can visibly see their minds like. It, it almost takes 10 to 15 minutes for their brains to reacclimate themselves to the fact that there is not a phone in their hand. And there is just something that is just obviously unhealthy. I mean, I haven't done any studies, obviously, but I can just tell by looking at it. It's like that. You should be able to talk to another person and, and look that person in the eye and have a conversation with them and not be constantly like fidgeting almost. Um, I mean, it's scary to say, but it, sometimes it literally reminds me of, um, of, of an addict, uh, Mm -hmm. the way, just the behavior. Um, and so it's, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hundred percent headed that way, but, but to answer the icebreaker question, one thing that actually this came up last week, it's, um, it's our, our nap times, um, Lauren and I are much more, and I know I'm right on this because I talked to mom and dad about it. Um, Lauren and I are much more habitual and I would even say militant about Becca's sleep schedule than our parents were about our sleep schedule. They were more loosey goosey. Like, you know, we just kind of were flexible and kind of a nap when you're tired type type situation. Whereas Lauren and I are very, we have a schedule and, you know, Becca wakes at eight or nine, she's down at two and she's down again at eight. You know, so it's very, very rigid. And so that's probably a, a do or not do. That's probably a major, I guess, difference you would say mm-hmm. um, between my mom and dad and then Lauren and myself when it comes to kids. Oh, huh. well, y'all definitely got pretty deep. What about you, Derek? Yeah, man. I'm going to use Patrick well, as well. I had, uh, I guess I'm thinking more like, 10, 11, 12 year old. Um, I had a lot of like, I could pretty much go anywhere I wanted to go within the the limits of where a skateboard would take me. But I mean, I remember 
in Liberty, Green, right outside of Greensboro, North Carolina, where I live. Um, I remember like just going. I was in seventh grade, which just might be older, but I mean, I remember like going out and skating all over town, like until, and I remember going to Subway and they'd be closed because it was out so late. Um, and then I would just come back in and there's no big deal. And even when I was younger, like even more so, I remember when I was in fifth grade, almost doing the same thing. I mean, I would, I would leave my apartment community on my bicycle and drive. This was when I lived in Hilton Head Island and I would drive and I've, I've mapped it out on, on Google earth since then. It was over like a mile and a half to a friend of mine's house down near the water. And I would just hang out with him all day and I would bike home. And I was like, I just cannot bring myself to think that I will let my child. And I didn't have a cell phone, obviously, at the time. Uh, that was before they were uh, around, I guess, prevalent for kids to have them. But I mean, my, I guess it's it's the amount of freedom that I had when I was younger. I'm going to have trouble letting my children have that same amount of freedom. Yeah. So I can see that. Yeah. And it doesn't make world. much sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess people yeah, that's who a good point, Josh. What are you about to people say? who are uh, who are, I guess, raised lenient. You would think that they would be lenient when they have kids. You know, um, at least this is my study on it because uh, it's me. You know, I was raised by very lenient parents, and I'm not saying lenient. I'm not morality lenient, but like they were strict on a lot of things. But as far as like me letting me have my space and, and go and do things. I mean, they didn't really, they weren't overbearing, never had a curfew or anything like that. Um, and I just find myself not being very lenient. Um, maybe I will be at that when that time comes, but um, I don't know. I just feel that, you know, I don't know if I'll be able to let my kids have that same amount of freedom. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. That's just how, I don't know. That's just what I don't think is going to happen. So maybe if uh, y'all's kids hurry, hurry up and grow up and they can hang out together, then I'll know that maybe they're in. In the months, you know, she didn't company. just jump the gun. Yeah, I mean, on, you could have waited till the rest of us were ready to have kids, but no, no y'all are old. I mean, y'all are taking forever. Like, we're not, <laughs> we're not planning on getting like just, six in there. You just know, waiting just waiting on, just waiting on God's timing, Derek. Just waiting on God's timing. Yeah, <laughs> they had to get married God. first, and uh, God timed mine pretty close together. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he does have a sense of humor. No, but you know, the good thing is, you know, I'll be. You were married at like eighteen, and, weren't you? No, I got married at twenty-one. I'm just kidding. Uh. You were and twenty. Yeah, I got married at twenty-one. Had the first kid at twenty-four, maybe. And then another one at twenty-eight, and then I don't know. You do love your it, kids. Yeah, I mean, I like them a lot. Actually, really what what he just interrupted himself to, from saying is that he's still going to be young when he finally gets him out of the house. Is that correct, Derek? Yes. It sounded like you were yes. headed on that path, which yes. is not a good line. That well, is a when the kids <laughs> grow up and get out of the house, then I'll still hopefully be, you know, young enough and healthy enough to, you know, to, I don't know, to travel and you don't want to do it with them. Yeah. Yeah. Back on vacation, kids free. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was doing the math the other day, and I was like, "Man, when Becca's 18, I'm gonna be like 50." It's kind of crazy to think about. I this is I just I just want to be be as active as Matt and Patrick's dad when I'm his age. 
if I can be as active as him, of nature. <laughs> then I will be golden. Him and my uncle Frankie, who is 83, who just played like 72 rounds of golf. Consecutively. <laughs> better yeah. than, better I, than I'm sorry, 72 holes, or not I. rounds, but, but yeah, Pops is, Pops is like 70. And he That's just so paddled out in Hurricane Surf last week and yeah, took off and like made a way. Like, no big deal. I can't do I'm that like, now. Man, no. <laughs> no, you couldn't. 82. You really couldn't. <laughs> Did 90, out there. 90 holes of golf in three or two and a half days, basically. That's so mm. impressive. I don't know if he played Wednesday or not, but. If he did, that's you know he might have done 108. Um, well, if he played Wednesday, I know that 103 days. He took he took me out to Vail um, when like Lee and Michael were about eight or ten, twelve. But he didn't have anybody to ski with, mm-hmm. and he and he took me out there so I'd ski with him, and we would just and I was in my prime, and we were skiing black diamonds, <laughs> and then he was probably <laughs> 70, 75, you know, yeah. skiing black diamonds like all day long, like it's nothing. I'm like, dude. And I'm like, I'm struggling to keep up with this dude. You in know, your, in your prime. I was in my prime. In my prime. Bro. Prime time. <laughs> you act like you're 50. Prime time. You're, well, you're, I mean, I feel like I'm 50. Yeah. But no. Y'all were just complaining about my heavy breathing after I walked up the stairs. Well, it's just because we could hear it. Yeah. I mean, it was like. It was like so, Darth Vader. I mean, we're going to count his breaths here. And, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, Cardio. I got to get it in when I can. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> like no, the one time he goes house. up the stairs at night. <laughs> yeah, I try not to he walks get downstairs. Walks, walks down them in the morning. Walks up them. That's right. Why That's why you have kids. Lowry, Go there and give me what I need. Go downstairs and get that. <laughs> oh yeah, the Mark Lowry, the sit up. Yeah, <laughs> I do one sit up a day when I wake up in the morning. That's half. When yeah, I lay down yeah. at night, that's the other half. I'm on. I'm on the Mark Lowry exercise plan. <laughs> great. Now we're gonna get copyright emails from Mark Lowry. Man. Probably. Hey, that's fine. I'll take it. All right. Well, the ice is sufficiently broke. Yeah, um, broken. I don't even see any ice. It's been broke. All right. Rushed. Let's go with pets next. All right. Let's let, let's save the uh, the kids. The kids. But the kids. All right. So what's the deal with pets? Y'all care about pets or not? Nope. Patrick. It's funny because we are currently having this discussion in the Collins household. Um, I love dogs. I had two dogs growing up. Um, I don't care much for cats. I mean, I'm not a cat person. If you're a cat person, good for you. Um, so, but I do love dogs. I've always loved dogs. And um, I could definitely see myself owning a dog one day, but I'm just not, I don't know. We got Becca, she's three, you know, and, and it's just like, I don't know. I just don't want another life form to take care of. It's an animal. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest with you. It's just, and I never thought I would be that way. It's like, but there was another uh, brother in our church who, he had a couple kids and he got to there about like seven, eight, ten, whatever. And then he got a dog. And and I'm like, that's kind of the way I want to play it. I'm going to like wait until like maybe the kids that we do have are up in age a little bit. And maybe they can kind of like take care of the dog a little bit. So that's kind of the way I'm thinking of going with the whole pet. If you had situation. to get a dog, Patrick, if you had to get a dog, which what would you, since you've had having that discussion, have you been talking about a breed? So obviously like most, I mean, I would say most people want the dog of their childhood. Mm-hmm. So from, for Lauren, hers was from the pound, but we're pretty convinced it was a Moosterlander, Molly, the Moosterlander. And um, mm-hmm. for me, it was golden retrievers. So, I mean, I could definitely have another golden. They're fantastic animals. But on it, 
kind of would like I kind of would like a, a an English cocker. We live in South Georgia, so when we've hunted quail down here, there's always a cocker as a flush dog, and they're just cute. They're cute little dogs, and they're not very big, but they're not like super small, so they're annoying. They're awesome so they're, like, to right watch there work. in the middle. Man, and to watch and, them yeah, work. Yeah, I mean, so smart. <laughs> they're great bird dogs. Of course, I don't know. I would yeah. never need a bird dog, but but this they're just really they're like I don't know. They're just like little little balls of energy and they're just adorable and and yeah they are a lot of fun to hunt over if you ever get the opportunity i would recommend it but um i could just as easily go with a moosterlander too um like molly was uh, also a bird dog um you know kind of looks like a Brittany spaniel so um pretty much for me just as long as i stay in the bird dog family except for an irish setter they're way too high strung you gotta have mm-hmm you got to have a certain type of property and you got to be a certain type of person to, to own an Irish setter. Um, so that's probably, I could probably do any type of spaniel or, um, or a lab or a golden would be good. Has Becca, Bird dogs. Has Becca been asking? Nope. Oh. <laughs> We're not gonna, we ain't going to bring it up, <laughs> but she loves dogs though. We got a, we got a guy, we got a dog in the neighborhood called blue and it's a, um, it's a great Dane. And uh, Blue is just kind of the neighborhood dog. His owner, it's kind of like Meg used to be, Matt. The owners don't like really look after Blue. And so Blue will just roam the neighborhood and he just comes and goes as he pleases. And so you'll be out one night and this like this great Dane will just show up in your backyard. It's like as big as a horse. And it came around Becca one time. She didn't even freak out. She just was like trying to bet Blue, which was like as big as she is. So she's very acclimated to dogs, but she doesn't ask too much about them, no. That's cool. Anyway, what about you, Journey? Y'all gonna get some dogs or cats or hamsters? I I grew up with cats. Okay, we tried to do the dog thing, and the cat was running away, like um, (laughs) like a a hound, and like it jumped. Well, you could from our house, you could hear the uh, the little league fields, Uh and so if he was in the backyard, you know, wanting somebody to play with, um, you know, if mom hadn't let him out during the day. And we're at school, you know, you can hear, you know, and he figured out a way to ch- climb a chain link fence. And one yeah, time he crazy. came back and the other time he didn't. But, um, you know, I had like a, a cat named Snickers, um, had another one named Bobtail. Um, then we got to the basic ones. We had like Orange Kitty and Itty Big Kitty and Kitty Kitty. <laughs> we, I mean, we didn't give a picky on the names because they kind of came and went. Like once, like we rescued one that was underneath the neighbor, like the, the house for sale beside us, and we kept on hearing this meow, and it was this orange cat. So the orange cat, uh, we started feeding the orange cat, and then I mean, how you gonna just give it a name? It's already the orange cat, you know. <laughs> so, but orange cats kitty. are different. Cats are different. We, I, I, they've always been indoor, outdoor for the most part. Orange Katie was, uh, orange cat was outside, but um, Snickers and and. Um, Kitty Kitty were, were both indoor and outdoor. Didn't run away. They take care of their own stuff. They bury it. I mean, it's just like, they're, they're great cats, but they're very independent. So if you're looking for somebody that's going to follow you around and think you're the best, cats aren't for you. We went with dogs. Um, <laughs> cats aren't for we, you. <laughs> yeah. It's very true. Dog, it, uh, American Eskimo. Um, problem is, uh, kind of possessive. Of us. Yeah, and very protective feet. of her little kids. Um, loves 
my kids and will follow me around like nobody's business. Just, you know, wanting to play, wanting to do whatever. Um, we obviously want our kids. We I, I found it, it it's kind of cool. I mean, yeah, they can't take care of the dog like you're talking about. Like, it would be nice if they could fully take care of the dog. It's pretty chill. They help out where it is, but it also kind of gives them it, – it, it gives – it lets them learn how to act around pets as well, you know, to respect the pet. Do not, you know, grab at it. Do not do this. You know, even from a, a young age, they start learning pretty good. Um, so it, it, it's nice and it's a comfort. It comforts Caroline whenever Winnie goes upstairs for her sleep in her big girl bed. Um, there are, are benefits there of having an animal. And, and, yeah, I know that that is going to probably be their first experience with real loss. Um, but hopefully that's in – a way to emotionally prepare them for bigger losses in the future. Um, I've heard that, that that can be the case, you know, they, you deal mm -hmm. with losing a pet is, is, is traumatic. And I remember um, whenever uh, we lost Snickers and I remember when we lost Bobtail vividly in my mind. And I was like six or maybe five whenever we, the Bobtail was, was gone. Um, but it helps you kind of prepare me for losses in the future. Cause like, you learn like, Hey, death is a cycle of life. And, you know, and that kind of stuff without it having to be somebody where, where it really rocks your world, you know? Um, I can get on board so, with that. I mean, it, 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 I feel like it, it's a healthy thing to introduce. I mean, we had um, gerbils. I would not recommend them. Um, <laughs> you had so they, many animals, yeah. Josh. We, 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 I didn't well, realize this. kingdom over there. <laughs> it didn't feel like we did. I mean, because like, we had gerbils and cats and, and stuff. like. But, I mean, like a couple gerbils. And then you have a couple gerbils, you can have like 15 gerbils really easily. Um, <laughs> so there's the problem with that. Um, yeah, they, those aren't really potty trained or house trained, you know. So um, it's not a big mess, but, you know, it's just a, you got to clean out the cages. You gotta, and you learn a lot of responsibility. To, you know, if I want a gerbil, I'm going to have to clean out this cage. I want a fish, we're going to have to clean out this cage. You know, I mean, like yeah. there's we had fish at one time. Um, just it, it teaches responsibility. It's kind of neat. It, uh, I, 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 I'm not, I don't, I'm not hating on anybody that doesn't have pets in the house, mm -hmm. but I think it, it, it kind of, it teaches things to your kids that you can't really textbook teach them, you know, um, about loss, about responsibility and you can learn them other ways. Yes. But it's kind of a fun way. And I'm glad my parents had them. And, um, you know, we have one dog now that I mean, we, that's all we'll ever have, um, as the kids get older. I'll get you a pony, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't mention that. Don't mention that. She loves unicorns, and that would be like the next best thing, I'm sure. Oh, you just find her a unicorn. I mean, yeah. you think you're out there. I mean, I've I've seen. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. they're called rhinoceroses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, or you narwhal. Probably, right? You you might have a rhinoceros hanging on your uh, wall. I do not. Oh, okay. Do not. <laughs> Man, there's a plantation down here in Albany that has a rhinoceros, and like it's got a what? little elephant head on the wall. It is pretty wild. You walk in there crazy. and you're like, "That's a big animal." <laughs> I can't imagine that thing charging me. <laughs> Good gracious. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty impressive. It's, I mean, it's no it's rhino. Dead. It's still intimidating. It's not charging me right now on the wall. Kind of no. hiding these rhinos. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you still got your dog? No, I don't. We had to put her down. Had to bring it up. Did you know that, oh, Derek? That's right. No. Wow. Yeah, let's have a moment of silence because Derek. Moment of silence. Moment oh. of silence. Okay. Oh, that's enough of that. Yeah. No. We yeah, didn't. I do remember that now. 
It's okay, Derek. I was going to bring it up anyway. Wow. Um, is a good puppy dog. Yeah, I love that dog. Man, she's awesome. Um, so, me and Patrick, obviously, brothers, grew up together. We had Goldens. So, first off, to answer your question, yes to pets. Um, I'm struggling right now to get another dog, just from my standpoint. And I'll talk a little bit about that. But, um, and Essie loves dogs because she grew up with, well, barely grew up with Nala. Like, the envision was, so Nala was a golden retriever. She passed away. We had to put her down. She got cancer super early in life, like a little over four years old. And, like, the life expectancy of a golden is like, eight to ten years. So, you can see, like, Essie would have probably been, like, six or eight years old and, and mm-hmm. kind of been able to kind of grow up with her. And so would Ezra a little bit. Um, but anyway, um, I, we kind of wrestled with like what, well, we tried to figure out what dog to get. Cause Anna had some, had a German shepherd. I think she did. And then she had like a little small dog and we had goldens and I was like, Hey, do you want German shepherd? And, or do you want a lab to kind of go in like a happy medium? And, and then she was like, I'd like a golden. And I was like under, under my breath, I was like, hey, you sure? And I was really excited to get a golden. Um, so I was happy for that. Um, the the one thing that we learned is I know Derek you mentioned this on another one of our shows is it's a little bit like raising kids. Um, it's not like a lot of people would say I oh, probably not, but like the idea of like now the, the 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 stage of getting up in the middle of the night with a dog is is not as a longevity with it with a, a newborn, but mm-hmm. like you know you got to get up at two a.m. let the dog out or six a.m. whatever, and there's multiple nights you got to be responsible as a couple you know to feed it. Um, You've got to, some people don't, but train the dog properly. Um, and, you know, you have to compensate, you know, if it's going on a trip, you got to take the trip, you got to plan, okay, can I take a dog here? Can I take a dog there? Mm-hmm. Just just like Josh was talking about the responsibility um, for the kids to man. I mean, when, when, Essie, when Essie was, I mean, she's only two, almost three, was two and a half years old, but she was at the point where she would feed Nala. So like I would, Nala would go to her bowl, she would sit, and, and if I remember this right, and Essie, and I was like, hey, go feed Nala. So she'd go into the, the pantry, open the door, grab up the bucket of dog food, take it there, and drop it in the bowl. And then Nala would, you know, commence eating. So there was a little bit of responsibility of like, hey, go feed the dog, as much as like very trivial that was. But, I mean, we found just the companionship of like almost like our first kid, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So it was – I, I bawled like a, like a baby. I mean, I really did. It, it's, it was horrible. And I mean, because that was the first dog I had to put down myself. Like, we had two Goldens, and I don't even think, I think I, like I was, you know, really kind of getting under grasp, grasp of the first one we put down. And the second one, um, um, I was there a little bit, but this one was more, it was just like me and Anna, you know, type of thing. And um, so, I mean, we were losing a friend. And that's the thing that I think people, and I'm sorry, I'm kind of getting a little long-winded, but uh, I, I really love pets. But I'm struggling kind of to get one right now just to the fact of being able to put one down and just kind of maybe dealing with a little bit with Ezra being young and letting him grow a little bit. But I might lose that that battle <laughs> but mm-hmm. sooner or later. But, but I think um, just, you know, the companionship and, 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 the, and the friendship. And that, that's another thing, too, that I was, I was thinking about, Derek, when you were talking about today. I was like, man, you know, you, you really don't understand. People don't understand cats, dogs, whatever you have to have something like that and, and they become part of your family. Now, some people, you know, just neglect them and let them sit outside and don't do anything with them. And to me, I think that's unfair to the animal 
100% and they shouldn't own an animal. Now, cats are a different story, I guess, because they're going in and out. But, like, there's people I know that have dogs, and they put them on a leash, they stick them outside, and they go crazy. And then they wonder where the dog didn't listen. I just don't I don't, I don't grasp that. I feel like it should be part of our family. It should be a part of the unit. Um, but, but yeah, I, I don't have Nala anymore. <laughs> um, Awkward. So, I know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, the first... I had her somewhat trained for hunting. We hunted hunted with her a couple of years, and and now I'm. It's going to be a different duck season without her. So she wasn't like the, the amazing gun dog, but I, I self trained her. I didn't take her to any. I never. Um, I'm just basically praising, praising her a little bit. I never took her to any like professional training. I kind of did everything in house. So I spent a lot of time with her, like teaching her things. We never used a shot collar on her. Um, I never trained her that way. I just did a different type of training. Um, so I don't know. I just spent a lot of time with her on that. And so did Anna. She was a good dog. Yeah. So, I mean, that was what, yeah, that's was a sweet dog. That was, that's very, you know, fulfilling to me just to, to, and that's, I guess it's just with your kids, you know, being a, you know, being like stern with your kids. Hey, when your dog does something it's not supposed to do, you know, you, you pop it if they're there, you know, visible. And, and same thing, your kids just disciplining them and understanding, you know, the do's and the don'ts type of thing yeah. but but yeah that that's kind of I, I i think we just kind of picked the golden too just the i feel like um um just the sorry anna was texting me something but just the uh she said anna's anna that's my wife she texted me said she was super pregnant at the time so that's why essie took over the feeding for nala every morning every night that's good that's though. Awesome. So, so, but anyway, they just very loyal. At least that breed was, and I'm sure there are other dogs there that way too. But, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna miss my hunt, buddy. Yeah. Thanks for bringing it up, Derek. Yeah. Well, sorry I, about I'm that. I'm gonna go that. cry in the corner after the show. I mean, poor Derek. I, I do it all the time. <laughs> I, I did the same uh, thing to my sister. Oh goodness! Wow. <laughs> she had one die too. And I was like, "What's that? How's your dog?" She's like. Uh, yeah, it's it's like, oh yeah, oh, that was terrible. That was I don't, I don't on that know. Zoom call. With yeah, the rest was, of the family. Oh like, my goodness, they, they said like, like I guess they got a new dog or something. And I don't remember what, what I said. It alluded to the fact that yeah, oh, I don't man. know. I, I'm not a very big pet person. Um, Did you hunt with Nolan? Figure it out. Uh I don't think so. Yeah, another thing too about her. She never chewed. She must have chewed up one thing in her lifetime. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, I remember her being for a um, for that type of dog, which I guess she was a golden retriever. I'm thinking more of labs, but I mean, she was a very like calm dog. Like, yeah, she's she, like so maybe calm. she every time that I was around her. Same thing with with y'all's family dogs, Meg and um, Casey. They were the same way. They were always like pretty chill dogs. Um, I mean, that's what I like if I have a dog. I like to have a chill dog. But yeah, Anna um, struck the fear of God in Nala's eyes. That's why she was uh, <laughs> she play around. <laughs> she was. She brought. She brought the hammer down. Well, yeah, Diesel, you good. had you had a dog though. Yeah, I had Peggy one, Sue. I Is yours still alive, Derek? No, I guess she ran away. I don't know where she's at. Oh. Um, Did she really? She ran away a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago. We've been. Um, you know, calling the pet, but she slipped her collar, and so um, she didn't have her collar on her. And she was so, she was living at at your in laws, correct? Correct. They have um a, a bigger piece of land than we got. Um, but no, we had 
my wife got her for me when right before we got married. So she's pretty old. She's probably twelve, maybe. Oh wow, going on twelve. Um, you know, but I had her. You know, obviously during having kids and everything, and then we had our third kid, and we just got and we both worked full time, and we got to where like we were gone all day long. Mm-hmm. Like from the morning we were gone, and we didn't get home sometimes till nine o'clock at night because having to go get the kids wherever they were at, eating dinner and all this. We just didn't have enough time to really, like, do, do like, we didn't have a fenced-in yard. That would have been nice to have, too, but um, we just couldn't spend any time with her. So my wife's parents down here in Columbia, they had, uh, you know, over an acre, I guess, a fenced-in land. So she came to, to live on the farm down here, you know. And uh, the kids are still were able to go see her and stuff, but um, – she was good. She was a yellow lab, but up until I guess about a week ago, she ran away. That's sad. She, she One of the rare cases him. where the dog went to go live on a farm and it actually did go live yeah, on a farm. The quote unquote, <laughs> live on the farm. She would have grown a big, 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 lots, of, lots of little bunnies. Yeah, I didn't lie to the kids, you know. I didn't lie to the kids. <laughs> uh, you you got some depressing with your pet stories. <laughs> Poor Nala, and now yeah. Peggy Sue ran away. Man, it's like they should make a movie about it, like a dog that like people get attached to and then one day pass it. Let's talk. <laughs> Let's talk about pets, you know. Like maybe a yellow, like a yellow. Maybe it can be yellow in the cast. Who did that, <laughs> man? <laughs> That's awesome. That was awesome. That was who? That was probably Journey. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. Yes, he's been playing on board. He's got a soundboard in the studio. Yeah, yeah, Derek. Yeah, how's your dog? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Matt, don't uh, y'all have a dog? Oh. Yeah, I had a fish, but you know, <laughs> swam away. Well, I flushed it down the toilet. Well, apparently you aren't. I didn't have a fish. I made that up. I'm just not a big pet guy, you know, as you can tell. You will. Um, you think you get another one? Uh, I would be okay with getting another one when the kids grow up if they really want one, which I'm sure they are. They're kids, so yeah. Um, convincing the wife, on the other hand, might be a little harder. Yeah. Um, but if we if we had if we had more space, um, you know, a bigger place for them to run around, and they're not like necessarily in the house, and us having to let them out all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would be good good parents to the neighborhood dog. <laughs> that would be yeah. the kind of parents we would be. Yeah. Oh, Since Derek nuts. has a full-time job. We found that <laughs> yes. out last uh-huh. night. Yeah. Yeah, we actually yeah, found yeah. that out last night in worship service. Uh, yeah. We, his wife said they had both had full-time jobs, and that was the first time I knew that. So. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, funny guy. You got a shot. Yeah. Shots fired. <laughs> One thing that's interesting, though, about pets, I, say this, I know we got to move on, but like, so, like, in some respects, having a pet is actually like a, lu- it's a luxury, um, it especially is. in a, you know, city setting or suburban setting where you have a cat or a dog, because the limited overseas travel and that I've done, I've realized that, you know, you go to other countries that don't have a lot of disposable income and they don't, they don't have no pets. I mean, it's like, because mm-hmm. they're trying to keep up. But then what was really fascinating is then when I moved down here to Albany and there's a animals play a role but it's not a pet role like i mentioned the dogs at the plantation you know they play a role in 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 hunting and and that's their job and literally when their job is done i mean there's no they're they're done too i mean they put them down it isn't a big they don't make a big fuss Mm -hmm. about it you know what i mean or like i met a guy who had a hundred head of goats and he had three dogs that he would use to kind of herd the goats and keep them 
protected and sometimes whatever they would get a disease or whatnot and they die and that's it he just digs a hole and buries them so it is fascinating that you know <laughs> this is fascinating how in different parts of the country like some people don't even would never consider having a pet at all or maybe different parts of the world and then in some parts of the country the animals that we would consider pets are actually have a specific use and mm-hmm. they're not really a pet so much as a utilitarian um, asset. Almost like a tool. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It's pretty interesting. And it probably has a lot to do with how you're raised. I mean, all, all of y'all are raised with pets, and mm-hmm. so you're, you're a little more used to it. And uh, I mean, we had a couple cats when I was older, but we didn't really have, like, my parents weren't really dog people either. Like, I, mean, I never yeah. grew up with a dog in the house, you know? So, of course, that kind of made me want to have a dog, but at the same time, it's like, well, I'm not, I find out later on in life, I'm kind of not really a dog person. Not, I like dogs most of all, overall pets. I'm just not a big pet person, I guess. You know, I love dogs. You know, they come up and, I mean, I took Peggy everywhere with me typically if I could, but I just, I'm not, I'm, it's not like a piece of me is missing or anything. So I don't have a, a huge attachment to animals, but um, I guess when you have a lot of kids, they, they tend to take that over. I got enough animals in my house if you get my drift. You got enough keys. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, we got a little bit of time left. Yeah, leave Josh. Moving time. on. Speaking of the kids, the kids. How do you treat them kids in church? Discipline. Doesn't plan. Doesn't plan. And and, and throwing and throwing a, a little caveat in there. A question: Do you have a what? What do they call it? Um, a daycare. At the church, yes. Oh, daycare actually. Now, are you talking or not? Like, just to, like just like a take care of the kids so the, the parents can take it, pay attention. Yes, kind of thing. I see, and that, and that that is that that varies in our in our church body. It does, I mean, even our individual mm-hmm. church body, um, and ideas on that as well. So, I mean, we can take it a couple different directions. Um, because I speak as y'all are moved. Take us there, Josh. Take us there. Okay, I'll I'll lead off because I'm kind of two minds on this. Um, I've seen benefits of both. Um, I have people that I work with that if they didn't have a daycare, they would never go to church. Hmm. That's, That's sad. Yeah, but they wouldn't. I mean, it's kind of like their free time, and since they get a little free time, um, half the time they would actually go into worship service. Um, so not not just leave, <laughs> leave the kids there. Um, and so they were they they were able to focus on the message, and that has its place, especially mm-hmm. if the message is geared towards a more mature audience. Um, now there also is the mindset that that we need to have our kids in church, and this is the one I lean more heavily to. Um, I want my kids to know how to behave in church. I want them to be able to sit still, um, and that that only comes from practice. Um, it didn't come from you know, hey, all of a sudden I know how to uh, behave in church, you know. That is a an ongoing thing as they, they, they can get better at it or worse at it. Um, you have you have adults that don't know how to behave in church still. They don't they they, yeah. they try to yeah. they try to whisper and whisper loudly. They they try to use cell phones as we talked about before. Josh. They yeah. I mean there's a lot of people that don't know how to behave in church and I think it starts young and it can get better or worse. And yeah. that when you have your kids in the church during a service that isn't geared towards them and they're doing their own little thing, they're drawing or they're playing with the Barbies or whatever, you know, 
as a kid, we didn't bring a bunch of toys to church. If I forgot something to write with or draw little pictures, I was so bummed because that was nothing I could do, right? You know, five, yeah, six books, year old. Houses out of songbooks. Time to yeah, build exactly. houses out of songbooks. <laughs> That's all you got. Exactly. exactly. You got to use your got. imagination. Exactly. So um, th- there's that. But with that, you are learning. You are hearing scripture. You're hearing the songs. And so I like having my kids in church. I don't like, uh, and we floated the idea of the other, and I and I am very appreciative of people that that have sacrificed to be able to watch kids and then try to give the parents um, more unfettered worship. Um, but I, I I I want my kids in church personally. I want them to know Preach. how to behave in church, mm-hmm. and I want them to learn the songs because you do a lot of learning, even if they don't seem like they're learning or paying attention. And I know you all heard this before, but but I. I want them in there. I want them quiet. Um, I still remember as a kid, and I was more <laughs> more traditional family where the dad's, you know, the the goes to work, mom stays at home, and if you if you were still in trouble by the time dad got home, that was gonna be really bad for you, you know. And and same as in church, mom sat with us more than dad did, and I remember dad coming off the stand. Now if dad came off the stand. That was going to be very bad for you, okay? You were, we, you we, were we worship, we worship. We had kind of a choir kind of atmosphere behind the pulpit, but we aren't. We don't have a set choir, so any anybody that wants to actually participate can stand up on the platform. We call it a stand, um, but it's kind of like that. We sing in between testimonies and the message and stuff in between the transition. Um, we sing worship, and the ones that are up there, are the ones that start the song for the most part. Well, my father was up there. And if he came off the stand because I was misbehaving or I was being too loud Ooh, or wait. something, like I am going to get my my tail uh, taken care of. I was going to have to leave the church and go out front or in the back. Most likely out front because it's more soundproof when you take him out of the church. Um, yeah. <laughs> one time, Dad just came to sit down. Just came to sit down. Like I mean, he gets he's tired or whatever because he didn't never sit down. Man, did that freak me out. I thought I was in trouble. I started crying. And my dad's like, why are you crying? Like, I just want to come sit with you. And I just thought, I just knew I was in trouble. And I was scared. I mean, but that was okay. Because that meant I behaved, you know? I had a grandfather that mm-hmm. if ever I ran in church, he would he would tell me to sit down on the front bench. This is after church. Sit down on the front bench. We don't do that in church. Um, you know, we respect the sanctuary. So, and I and I'm thankful for all of that. Um, so anyway, I want my kids in church. I want them to behave. I want them to be quiet and I want, I want, I want the adults to be quiet too. Not chew bubble gum and just play on their phones. But that's yeah. just, that's just me. Phones has got to get, we're, we're going to get to that topic sometime. Yeah, I know. So I'll follow, I'll, I'll lead in with, I'm very, you know, I'm very, very de- decided on, on having your children in church with you. Um, and I do believe that it, I mean, I, not that I actively want to get in arguments with people, but, but I, if anybody, I would love to have the conversation with somebody because I believe that the word of God is clear on, on the children following the father and the mother. Um, yeah. This one scripture that, this was a scripture that came to me actually when Lauren was pregnant, but it, uh, Genesis 18 says, seeing Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation. And all nations shall be blessed in him. And this is the text. For I know him that he will command his children and his household after him. And they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment. Lord bring upon Abraham which that is spoken of him. So, And then you can go on. I mean it's in Deuteronomy. You have it mm-hmm. some in Psalms and Proverbs. 
Um, and then, of course, it's in the New Testament, the book of Acts. I just believed it, that the children are supposed to to follow the, um, well, really the, the head of the household. But um, so that would be that puts it on us fathers. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the mother is the guide of the home and and the keeper of the home and the and the helper help meet. And so. So, yeah, I'm a big, big, big believer in children being in church um, and, and just being a part of that environment. Um, and as far as like how we execute that, I'm just try to keep entertainment to a minimum if we can. And eventually one day, hopefully she'll she'll be so adjusted that we can just pull pull the toys entirely. I don't know what age that will be, but sooner rather than later is ideal for another reason than you got to cart a bunch of stuff around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll bring snacks. You'll bring snacks. Yes. Oh yeah. Snacks, okay. man. Snacks is crucial. <laughs> no, it's okay if the parents eat some of the snacks. Mm. I'm asking oh, yeah, for a parent snacks, man. Okay. Yeah. Just, just little, throwing it out there. Because Derek wants to make sure. All right, you got to be I more sneaky about it. Though. You yeah. can't just be back there popping them. You know, like, like well, yeah, I mean, I'm like about, goldfish. I'll even take some of the snacks the to the kids fish. that sit with Becca, especially the older kids. I'll be like, here, give me six gummy bears. Let me teach y'all about taxes while we're sitting here. Here we go. All right. So you have these gummy bears, and see, I'm Uncle Sam, and I take six. See how that? See what mm-hmm. I did there? So mm-hmm. well, it's also it's so nice about having masks in churches. You kind of have like a little feeding trough there. You can drop them the mask. You know, nobody really seeing. You're thinking you're singing and you're munching on goldfish. You know, mm-hmm. so I hear. But you'd be amazed. You'd be amazed at how much kids take in just by being a part. Like, I mean, oh, Becca no. was like one, and she was already clapping her hands. I mean, she, you, they really pick up a lot of what of kind of what goes on more so than I ever would have dreamed possible. Which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Us being out of church for like five months or whatever really scared me because it, we were we were breaking the norm you know i didn't want william to miss out on something that caroline had by learning during that time now um it was very reassuring on sunday night we're back in socially distanced full mask um for every everybody in the building but um him in the back clap it along just just made my, my heart feel good um because mm-hmm. I, I was i was worried about that and i was worried about stunting his his you know, I mean, not not that you can't make up for it, you know, and um, but I just I, I is a little worried they got to leave Sunday night. Hmm. How about you, Matt? Yes, kids in church. Um, I think I would say we're the minority from a congregational standpoint. As a so, we all go to the same Christ Sanctified Holy Church. People listening, I go to the one in Raleigh. Patrick's the one in Albany. Derek and and Josh are Columbia. But I, I've I've had conversations, Josh, like you with the same people, that there's a lot of people that basically put their kids in a whole different worship service. More of the, the bigger churches. Like, it's not like the five, but like the young people and stuff like that. And, right. and but I, but um, I'm, a, I'm a, me and Anna are a believer of, of setting example. So not only by taking them to church, but going to church, um, you know, and then like Josh said, them being acclimated with church um i understand there's times like there's a couple elders in our church that you know sometimes like oh it's that kid's crying you know like oh essie's crying or um stuff like that you're like man um but they're always kind of very confirming to us and like hey you know just it's okay you know this is that happens you know keep bringing them 
keep letting them sit in church, keep letting them listen to the word of God. Um, and it's, it's such a, it's such a different season of life. I feel like, um, now I think from what I can remember, I think when Anna was growing up, her mom was very, you know, the mother, like very traditional, Josh, like you were saying, and mm-hmm. we've kind of carried that same, same realm. Um, I've, I've had, I've had some services where I've taken care of Essie. Ezra's still waiting for his, I think he's been to one, one service because of COVID, unfortunately. He's going to be like five years old by the time he makes it to church. Um, so he's going to be like, why are we going somewhere, Mom? I want to sit on the couch and watch church. What's going on? Um, no, I'm just kidding. But the uh, that's that's kind of like, um, and it, man, it, it takes a special person, I feel like, to to do that. And mm-hmm. and I'm thankful that, you know, that's that's kind of where we have decided as a family. Now, in our, in our congregation in Raleigh, we have nursery for nursery. That's the word I was looking that's for. That's the word. So yeah, we're, yeah, not, we're daycare. not daycare nursery. Now when I'm yeah. talking about other churches, they have nursery. Then they also have like kids worship service. Yeah. And it's it. more like a practical message for the kids. And I, I guess I could see that. Um, but what I, I don't really get into that much, but, but with the nursery, it's, it, it pops. It's only on Sunday morning and it's only from one to four, one, four year olds. And, and then if you want to take your kids to nursery, you can, if you don't, um, but our church volunteers, each person to go in there. But on Sunday night and Wednesday night, when we're having a full service, not COVID, you know, but we're back on Sunday. But nonetheless, you know, there's no nursery, so your kids are in church. And there's a sacrifice there, I think, on Wednesday nights and Sunday nights because, you know, our, our bed times for our kids are like on Wednesday night are during church. But we're like, skip that. We're going to take them to church, and it's just going to be one night. And unfortunately, they might sleep in the car. They might fall asleep on the bench. Or they might not sleep at all. But we're where we want to do is to take our kids to church. We want that, that realm. I've, I've found out, you know, it's like, like Josh, you were saying on the same thing about like, Oh, you know, kids got to get acclimated to it. And and you have this one kid that just can't figure it out. Well, he's coming on just on Easter Sunday and it's just yep. not comfortable. I mean, but I think too, it's the same thing. It's like your parents never come and then your kids don't share the same value of wanting to be in church or take them to church. And then they don't know what to do. And it's like, You've you've set you set them up for failure, and it's almost not surprising. I thought about the verse: "Train up the child in the way he should go." And mm-hmm. was always, and, and 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 the church attendants are taking your keeping your kids in church. Um, I'm kind of derailing a little bit from the topic, but I think that's just one aspect of training the child. Like I think there's a lot of other, obviously, a lot of other things to do to, to encompass that verse. But um, and I'm with you guys, man. Essie loves it. She's she's picking that's up awesome. on stuff. You know, she's clapping. She's saying, man, she has, um, so my uncle, he's senior deacon of the whole congregation, um, of our whole entity, I guess as a whole, he calls him, well, he was called Gaga by his grandkids. So as he calls him Gaga, but like, she's like, everybody sometimes like, that's the one person she points out, which is, which is, it's sometimes it's not Mimi. Sometimes it's not my parents or whatever. It's, it's Gaga. You know, mm-hmm. but and so she'll mirror a little bit of his singing and clapping, and and she's learning. The aim. I don't know. It's very like Josh was saying, man. It's 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 really cool to see like the kids like are actually grasping the small things, but those are just stepping stones. They're just building blocks yep. to 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 more and to learning. And um, I feel like there you can't put a value on that. Um. Anyway, so that's kind of that's that's where I'm at. I don't I don't know if. I well, I think we're probably pretty much all on the same level as yeah. far as keeping your kids in church. But, I mean, it's – I guess we go to church a lot, 
but it's also it's because it's our it's a lifestyle like yeah and i don't mean yeah. to say that it's something that we're like just kind of casually putting on but no this is this is our life and you know we share identity i mean it, yeah yeah mm-hmm. we share it with our kids you know if if if, if it was a, an event you know that we went to then maybe you would be more apt to put your kids away because it's not something that's serious you know it's 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 something we're just going to it's it's a it's an event and i i was, mm-hmm. I was just thinking about that as some people who maybe not um, who maybe don't go to church very often, then yeah. they, it's more of an event. So they go there and they're like, well, I'm going to this event. Um, and they have something for the children. Why don't you, I remember it's, it's very similar, like going to Ikea. I don't know if any of y'all been to Ikea, but Ikea <laughs> has a daycare <laughs> inside of it, you know, and you can yeah. go to Ikea and drop your kids off and this little daycare thing while you go around the shop. And mm-hmm. so it's in my mind, I think of it that way. If, if somebody's, if they're coming and whether that's a, you know, they're, they're positive. They want to go to church and they're coming to church and they're like, well, I'm going to get serious about this. And they, the opportunity is there to put the kids, you know, that's, then they might utilize that. But I guess as you, as, as you start to do it as a lifestyle and it's something that you do all the time, it's like, well, the kids know this is, we're getting in the car, we're getting dressed, we're going to church, we're coming home, mm-hmm. we're doing that three, three, four times a week. Um, you know, it's, it's ingrained to them. It's, it's just as normal as going to school and going to, see you know relatives and stuff like that is something that you do is it also helps a lot with public uh not discipline but like it helps you to be able to train your children how to act in public i guess that's mm-hmm. maybe one way you can say it um you know because maybe a lot of kids don't have a lot of experience aside from maybe going to the grocery store and stuff like that but um you know our kids are extremely socialized um maybe more so than some I don't know is what I'm used I think to and so. grown up to, but and they and they they develop the way of of or they have a lot more opportunities to be disciplined in church and know how to act in public, and so hopefully that converts over to whenever they are going out and and actually seeing other public, um, maybe they're they're you know able to act better. I don't know, but that's just in my mind what I what I'm hoping. <laughs> Who knows? But. I think they are. Now, now, do you guys? If the kid's crying, take him out. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty bad about. I give it. I a, don't know. I would I'm, say I'm, I give I'm way it a, too OCD. I give it a little time. Well, I don't give it as much time as Anna does. Anna's like she, she works with with. Uh, I'm kind of like I just feel bad for the service. Yeah. I feel like yeah, I don't want to distract anybody. Yeah, that's, that's just to, me trying to bring a message or whatever. So I also but, but I also but that's like it's. That's when I've had some of the elders, you know, I'm calling them, that's probably the best, lack of a better term, you know, mention like that, you know, hey, it's okay. And, and I've seen the elders say, take them out. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, I'll, I will, let me, let me backtrack. <laughs> not to me, not to me. Just let me clarify. It wasn't to me, but I thought I was like, wow. I mean, I was thinking it, but they said it. Yeah. But, so uh, there's, there's a breaking point. It's almost like there, there's been some kids that have been like, They'll, they'll cry for like, you know, like two minutes. I'm like, okay, either we're going to start a song or we're going to quit and we got to do something here. Um, right. But I think there's like, like the, like the one cry the person leaves. And uh-huh. I'm like, I'm like, you know, that might be me. And some people have been like saying like, it's okay. Maybe just confirming like, I know you're stressed out, but this is what you're doing is going to pay off. That, that yeah, thing, yeah. I think that's what matters. I will tell you what y'all talking about kids, like bringing them as a lifestyle, Derek, I think, there's some kids in our church that, at least in the congregation of Raleigh, that church to them is a a um, 
an outlet, like a way out of their lifestyle. Like that's a that's a relief to them to come to Sunday school and mm-hmm. and, and be a part of something that's edifying, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So, and I mean, our our kids like it, you know. Yeah. So I don't um, want to take it like for granted with that. Well, yeah. Well, no, that's that's. I figured we would pretty much all be on the same level. Um, you know, and I, will, I guess it's I will probably, say that, like moving to Albany. Sorry, Darius, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're fine. I was. I'm just talking about being on the same page. You know, I will say that and moving to Albany and and kind of in an effort to to kind of get visitors and get people to come to church. It did challenge. It challenged my thinking, especially a lot of the churches around here. I, I don't want to make it paint with too broad a brush, but but there are some that that actively pursue um, the program mentality. They got a program for everything, and um, mm-hmm. of course, one of those programs is nursery because you know, kind of like the YMCA. If you got a nursery, you're going to get members, and um, the uh, and it did. It challenged my thinking on it, and it you know it gave me pause to think, well, maybe we, cause we have the opportunity, we have the room, we could potentially have a nursery. Not that I can make that call, but I'm just saying that it, it caused me to, to pray about it and think about it and say, you know, of course I'll quote Leonard Ravenhill, don't build anything that you're going to be ashamed of. Um, and, but, and just the more that, that I looked at the scripture and just the way the word of God, you know, the consistency in the word of God, I just firmly believe that, that the, the children should follow the parents. And then why would that change um, when we enter into one of the most important hours of the week, which is worship? Yeah. I like it. I agree wholeheartedly. Now, so, Patrick, don't you have like all your young kids out of church or y'all, are they back in church now? Like um, so... Yeah, and that's honestly something I'm struggling with now in prayer about because, you know, on our Wednesday night, we'll, we'll pull, you know, we'll pull them for three times a week. We'll pull them in the back and have like a Bible study thing. Um, but the problem, the reason I struggle with that is because 90% of the kids back there, their parents aren't coming to church. Yeah. So it's just a real like and it's i've said this before and i'll say it again the youth group is nothing more than a band-aid the and get the word of god honestly if you read the word of god the way it's supposed to happen is a man and woman are supposed to get sanctified and get married and have children and they're the ones that are supposed to do the raising and the discipling of their children really Mm -hmm. youth group shouldn't even be there it's, trying to it's do like it a I couple said, hours a week is not going to no. No, have and, and, I, and I'll be the first to admit, uh, I'll be the first to admit it is an uphill battle because you're trying to do what a job that you shouldn't be doing. However, you know, it's so, I mean, it's like I said, it's a, someone has to, someone has to do something. I mean, right. cause otherwise they'll just be lost to the wind. Yeah. So, but, a parent but or a mentor at some point. Right, right. So, but on Sunday and on many times during the week, we get together, but definitely on Sunday morning, you know, different ones in the congregation will pick up all these kids. This is non-COVID. We'll pick up all these kids and bring them Sunday morning and we do all worship together. So, but I mean, you make a good point, you know, and hey, I mean, I'm, I'm open to anybody who wants 
to contribute suggestions to how to solve. I mean, I would love for children who have no parents, you know, you just, I guess you just do your best. So, but um, I do believe that if you have kids and you're both sanctified and you just choose to leave them at home or not go to church, I mean, I think you're really throwing away rubies if you ask me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Can you tell him I'm opinionated about this? Uh, yeah, I mean, kind of passionate, a little bit. <laughs> we got a, lot, a lot of speaking as we're moved, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of moved, I guess we'll go on to Josh's. Uh, oh, yeah, give him some time. So, so we're already over eight minutes. Yeah, I know, we have Josh. negative eight minutes. So get going. Negative eight minutes. Wow. Closing Guys, prayer. All right, we're going to wrap it keep up. Keep on doing great for me. I mean, and this and, and, and this week, I mean, I did a little research. I've got, I got a little extra. I mean, we did have three people to send in. Guys, send in your jokes. Three. It's not moved. Gmail.com. Because you moved on Instagram. Just, I mean, come on. Like, I'm going to get free stuff. I mean, what are the chances? About 30%, 33% this week. That was the chances uh-huh. of you getting something free. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> Josh, you start giving away trips or something. like Something. I mean, something. I got I to gotta up the game. I mean, but I still I still peruse. I get an email that gives me some jokes. I mean, like, um, this week came through with, uh, did y'all know, do y'all know what a barista wears typically? Mm-hmm. A cappuccinos. Uh, a cappuccinos. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know where sheep go to get haircuts? Mm. The Baba shop. <laughs> uh, this week. Do, this week. do you know, like, you know, going starting back school and stuff? Do y'all know what principals typically drink at school? Faculty. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. What do you call a well, an, an average ogre? Mediocre. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so you said good. ogre? Ogre, yes. Not, yeah, yes. I was trying to think of one with okra, like mediocre. But I couldn't no. think of anything. Ogre. Medi- okay. I'd really like this one, guys. Do you all know why the chicken crossed the basketball court? Why? He heard the referee calling fouls. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I like I like that one one of the best. That's, okay. That's all right. That's um, all right. So anyway, um, anyway, talk is cheap until you hire a lawyer. That's kind of funny. But did, did y'all actually just and, and it also gives me little um, quips and, and little I guess little facts. Uh, the science fact: Did you know there's a species of antelope capable of jumping higher than the average house? This is this is largely due to the antelope's powerful hind legs and the fact that the average house cannot jump. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get to the three uh, submittals, okay? The three. Um, the three. Been a, tra- a trusty a trusty joke provider came in with why don't ants get sick? Do y'all know why ants don't get sick? Uh-uh. Well, I kind of did have- read it. Oh, uh, you read it. <laughs> we already voted on it, but they have little antibodies. Little antibodies. antibodies. Yes, COVID yes. joke. Uh-huh, uh, that's uh-huh. a good one, Derek. <laughs> yep, COVID joke. There's also um, the library. They, uh, recently, I tried to go to the library, but I couldn't get a reservation. Yeah, they were fully booked. Oh, uh, 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 that's weak, weak. And then um, this one came in. That was from Shelby in uh, James Island, South Carolina. This one came in from Will 
in Columbia, South Carolina. Finally. He writes in, yeah, this is this is the <laughs> winner, guys. You all ready for this? Are you all yeah. ready? Okay. So my friend asked me if I wanted to hear a, a really good Batman impression. So I said, well, yeah, go on. Yeah, let me hear your Batman impression. And he said, he shouted, not the kryptonite. And I said, uh, uh, that's Superman. He said, thanks, I've been practicing. Yeah. <laughs> that's Superman. That's Superman. Thanks, I've been practicing. So that one goes out. And Will wins a pack of Vice golf balls, neon green. Okay. Oh, um, he yeah, he's going to need those. Uh huh. He is going they to need have those. GPS tracking. They don't, they don't, and they did have some that were lighted up, but they are bright green, okay? Unless he plays like he did. Um, I played golf with a guy, and he's typically a little bit better than me. Once, like, uh, what was it, on Friday, bit. he was amazing, like, par, 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 birdie, par, par. I mean, like, it was it was something out of, like, you just weren't, you were witnessing it. It was amazing. But um, then we got back to losing him after that, I think. But so this is the vice neon green super soft um golf balls and uh they are already on their way from amazon so you guys i kind of know what a lot of your submissions want and would use and i and i can even customize the gift for that okay <laughs> I mean, last week yeah they don't get any better no come on last guys winner did not have yes. a butter boy guess what they've got a butter boy now i think it came in i don't know again didn't ever reach back out but um guys get Get your jokes in, please, please. Speak as you're moved at gmail.com. Speak as you're moved on Facebook or Instagram. And you have a pretty good chance to win something. So, <laughs> so it seems. It doesn't, there's so no it entry fee. It's simply <laughs> Google, speak, I mean, dad jokes. Copy. You don't paste. have to like, you, like you, anything or, or no. poke it or uh, thumbs up it or anything. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. all you guys gotta do is submit it. It doesn't, it yeah. doesn't take us. much effort. Holla I mean, at you guys, boys. You guys know what we're looking for the dry dad joke humor, okay? I mean, it's just, I, like, yeah. I mean, there's just so, and it, it, it kind of had to be like a really long joke. Like, I do a great card on the ceiling trick. Did I tell you all that one? Uh-uh. Tell us. The, the ending's not the best, but it's up there. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> It's just classic. No, oh, man. So, and also, anyway, thank put, submit topic ideas as well. Yes. Yes. Um, we want to like hear back. The, uh, we need some feedback. Hey. Give us some feedback. Yes. We want to hear your if listeners. Anything, we want to hear what you like. Anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to dive into? Some stupid questions, some serious questions. It don't matter. Let's holla at your boys. That's right. We want to hear what Stop. you like, what you don't like. Um, unless it's me, don't 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 write it in just to say you don't like me. That's not... <laughs> I've been deflecting them, Derek. Josh, don't worry about it. Okay, thank you. Delete before he sees it. Delete before he sees it. These people won't Thanks, let Matt. up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh man! All right, that's a that's a good session. I enjoyed it tonight, guys. It was fun. Been real. Been fun. Yeah, thanks for tuning um, in, everyone. Yeah, I hope it all maybe uh, made sense and helped you out at all. If, if nothing else, it was something entertaining to get you down the road. Um, I guess we will, uh, well, before we pray, go ahead and, and save the date for next week, uh, Monday night, same time, same place.
Mm-hmm. Um, if y'all are typically listening on the archive services, that's good. If you want to listen to it live, even better. Um, but this is just something we're trying out and seeing how it works. And so far, it's had some good feedback, so we we're gonna keep on going. Um, but tune back in, give us your uh, topic ideas if you got any. Submit your dad jokes if you want some free swag from from Josh, and uh, we'll go ahead and yes. dismiss with prayer. Uh, Matt, would you go ahead and dismiss us? Yeah, I'll dismiss. One one other thing. All right, um, hit it up. This 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 platform, I guess, started from a uh, a prayer group that we had, or the idea, I guess. Um, and I know we mm-hmm. mentioned so with with topics. If anybody wants us, you know, that has any prayer requests or anything that they need prayer for, we'll take that as well. And then a buddy of ours in Raleigh who has COVID now his wife and his like younger daughter has COVID. So they're the, the, on the air, this, the Stevens family, I guess. So I was just going to mention them. Well, I sure. just thought about that this today, guys, just bring your prayer request too. If you got them, if you need anything, if you're struggling, yeah, whatever, whatever we can do. All right. I'll pray. Lord, we thank you so much for this time we've had together, together here in your name. Lord, we thank you for this show and the opportunity that you provided, Lord, just to um, to speak and, and to um, express your love and your gratitude, Lord, and, and just just be encouraged by one another, Lord. We thank you so much for what you've done in our lives, Lord, and and the Spirit of God's been placed in our hearts, Lord, that just um, keeps us and guides us, Lord, Lord, and keeps us holding this life, Lord. You just want to be an example um, to the believers and to the unbelievers, Lord, and just and just reach out and we pray that this this platform uh, touches the hearts and. Um, goes places that we don't know may it goes places that we may not know where it goes lord but we know that um your word will go out and it won't, won't return void and you'll accomplish what it pleases lord as the word of god says lord so we just we ask that um tonight lord that you just give us strength um give those that are in need tonight lord those that are um struggling um that maybe need uplifting um need, need a little bit of uplifting from your spirit lord that you'll guide and you'll encourage them lord um, be with those um that may um the family that has Several people that have attracted the COVID and the virus, Lord, just comfort them, Lord, and give them encouragement during their time of quarantine, Lord. Lord, we thank you so much for what you've done in our lives, Lord. We thank you. Um, we're going to give all you. We give you all the praise now and forever. Amen. 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 Thanks, brother Matt. Mm-hmm. Same time, same place. Yeah, boy. Don't forget about us. See you later, guys. See you later. Good night, y'all. Good night, y'all.